This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode of the A-List podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag and Indeed.com. Welcome into the A-List podcast. I'm Kwani A. Lunas, joined by Gary Washburn and H.R. Blakely. And we're live from Las Vegas, Nevada, where the NBA Summer League is underway. And I'm obviously with the, I don't know, we should have done this in person. I don't even know what we're doing. We're all in different hotel rooms <laughs> as it's if we crazy. were doing our podcast. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. You, that we're, all, we're, we're literally all here in Vegas right now. Right. Yeah, we're, we're separate. distancing for some reason. It's like the pandemic 2.0, like being in the same place, but not really being in the same place. Exactly. And as of right now, you guys will probably hear this after the Celtics have played their third game. But right now, they're two games into Summer League. So first, I want to start, Gary and Sherrod, what was your reaction to the first two games? What have you seen so far? And who has been a player that stood out? It's Matt Ryan's world. Of course. We're just living in it. <laughs> uh, he's been, from a shooting standpoint, I think he's been pretty consistent with what you expect. But the, the thing about him and, and it just – Listening to him talk, seeing the results, particularly the second game where he hits the buzzer beater, twists his ankle, and, you know, was, he's being that dude. Uh, I'm impressed with how he shot the ball. Uh, I'm impressed with the way that J.D. Davison, his potential. I don't think he's played great basketball, but you can see why the Celtics like this guy on the second round and why they want to develop him going forward. Because I do think there are some, some very interesting, intriguing building blocks uh, and there's a couple other guys that have stood out, but but for the most part, you know, the Celtics, this is about development. There's there's no one that they're looking at right now that they can anticipate will be in their top eight, top nine, maybe in the top 10 rotation. Uh, but there's some guys that they definitely would like to take a longer look at going forward. They just got to figure out which guys do they feel the greatest need to develop uh, and which guys they need to kind of snip, 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 cut that cord. Right. What you what you shaking your head about Gary Washburn? Who stood out to you, Gary? <laughs> He's not impressed at all. Snip, snip, snip. <laughs> okay. There we um, go. Well, I mean, I thought they've, you know, they play. I thought that there's been some guys like Matt Ryan is obviously a shot maker. I think that's good. Sam Hauser has been a, a little off. Um, you know, I just think they want to get a longer look at the French kid. Johan Bedrin, is that how you say it? Um, uh, who shows some athleticism. I, you know, he's a very young player. Um, and I think they, you know, they, they, I've seen some good things from him and some not so good things. Davidson, I'm really impressed with, even though he's not put up the big numbers or whatever, he's, the game is not fa too fast for him. He's making mistakes. He had five turnovers in the second game. 
but I don't see a dude who's playing just haphazard or just trying to do too much or trying to show. I mean, it's a big situation for a guy like him. He's 19 years old. He's in Las Vegas. All you know, I mean, as he told us, he got all his crew, all his fam out here watching him from Alabama, small town Alabama. I mean, he had 15 plus people out here, family members who traveled to Vegas to see his summer league. We ain't talking about NBA day, but we ain't talking about the garden. They travel out here to see him play summer league and all the, you know, I'm sure he's got a lot of friends out here, former teammates, guys he's looked up to and admired. And it's a big stage for a guy who's 19. And I think he's played well in terms of just hold, you know, just he's made mistakes, but he's, he's, he's held himself well. So I think that's impressive. I mean, they signed to a two-way deal. Could he earn a regular roster spot? Perhaps. I do think, though, he'll do most of his work this year in Maine, you know, playing in the G League. But that's what you kind of expect from a second-round pick. So um, I'm impressed with the the Florida State kid, the former first-round pick. Um, Mufandu, I th- uh, God, I'm killing his name, too. Uh, you know, he has done well on the boards. Could he be that third big? I don't know if they see him that way, but he's definitely somebody who could be at a two-way contract or s- sign and play in Maine this year because, you know, he's a guy that's kind of a development guy too. But, uh, I mean, overall, I mean, let's be honest, like they ain't got no first-round picks on this team. You know, you you got some of these teams, and you've seen it, Kwan, you've seen it, Shira, like they, they, got like, they got like regulars out there. They got like dudes who are like – three or four rotation guys in the starting five. Like they trying to win this thing. Mm-hmm. Detroit, that, New that Orleans, ring. Indiana. Yeah, Indiana. Some of these teams is straight loading up, you know, and the Celtics don't have a first round pick on their roster. Like they don't have anybody. So you didn't expect that they were going to dominate. And you thought you just saw, I've seen flashes of good things from all the guys. Um, and that's pretty much all I expected. I kind of buried the lead, though, because I think the more important thing to talk about (laughs) before we continue talking about summer league play is the fact that the Celtics did formally introduce Malcolm Brogdon and Gallinari. So what do you guys think those two players will bring to the Celtics roster and how do they fit into whatever Emei's scheme will be this season? Oh, Gary. Um, I think Brogdon brings a professionalism a maturity at age 29, you know, he's, he's, he just finished his sixth year, but he came into the league at like 23 and a half. So he was already mature when he got there. He's always been kind of a guy who's just kind of been very lead by example, do his thing, mature floor leader. So I think that that will be the key component for someone like him, uh, helping that offense in the fourth quarter, um, adding a stable ball, another stable ball handler, kind of getting things under control when things get haphazard, not putting, trying to put Jason and Jalen in positions to score where they don't have to handle the ball so much. So I think he'll do all those things. And then he can hit the threes, a 39% three-point shooter two years ago. I kind of don't count last year. He played 36 games. His numbers were not good. Um, You know, and he said he struggled a little bit the last two years, but he was a 39% three-point shooter in 2020, 2021. So, and then is a professional scorer. He can shoot over smaller defenders. He can hit the three. He knows how to put the ball in the hoop. And so I think two very outstanding additions. This is, 
I mean, with a team with not a lot of cap space and that trade exception that's about to expire, I think uh, Friday, or sorry, Sunday, I think it's expiring on Sunday, uh, that who knows if they'll use it because they go deeper into the luxury tax if they do. Um, I think two outstanding additions. Now you need, still need a third center. You know, there's guys out there. And we can talk about those. I think it'd be a very interesting conversation because there's some dudes out there that got some shady track records in history, but they still around. Leave my boy DeMarcus Cousins alone, DeMarcus, Dwight. That's my dude. Montrez Harrell. Like, there's some bigs out there that are out there for a reason. You know, (laughs) uh, the question is, would they, you know, adapt to team chemistry? Would they be ready to play 10, 12 minutes a game and not be complaining about playing time, et cetera? So you have to, uh, you know, take all that into account. But um, I think two outstanding additions from Brad Stevens. um, You take on multiple years of Brogdon's contract, so he's not going anywhere. Gallinari, a two-year deal with a player option for a second, so we'll see what happens next summer. Um, But I I, I think two excellent additions for what the resources that they have. Well, the the one thing that that was pretty clear at the end of the season when when Brad talked was that they had clear objectives that they wanted to accomplish this offseason. One was to bring in a playmaker, bring in another stretch big, and hopefully add another, you know, shot maker to the mix. And they've they've nailed two out of those three, and potentially they could get a third depending on how Sam Hauser plays out or whoever they can potentially acquire uh, that's still out there. But Brad, I thought, made it pretty clear that they want to add another big. uh, That, you know, he didn't quite said, but Cornette is a nice luxury to have. But if you're counting on him to be your backup, you're probably not as strong as you want to be in that front court. So I think there are some guys out there that, you know, that Gary mentioned that you need to give some thought to. It's just a matter of finding not just the most talented of the bunch, but the one who's the best fit, who has the temperament to embrace the fact that they're not going to play a ton of minutes. But with Brogdon and Gallinari, I, with adding those two guys, gives not only does it make them a deeper team it makes them a more credible title contending team because when you are a legitimate title contender you're going to be able to in theory get players for below market value Gallinari is a guy that could have got more money elsewhere there's no doubt about it at his age with his skill set with the way the league has, has been evolving to where you want to have size uh, and perimeter shooting in one package, he's an ideal pickup for, would have been an ideal pickup for a lot of teams. So for him to sign a deal with the Celtics for less money and have that player option uh, for that second year, which is huge, because that means that if let's say he goes out and wins a chip and he's feeling great and he's a, he's a key to that, he can hit the free agent market and get an even fatter payday, payday to recoup some of that money he left on the table to come to Boston. So I like the fact that the Celtics added a couple of guys who can help them make them deeper and give them a greater sense of credibility in the eyes of not just fans, but just the NBA landscape that they are here to contend for a title and they ain't going nowhere. So that's what, and that's again, both guys, good players, good additions. I love that we've had our indeed sponsorship throughout this free agency period, because we keep talking about the things that the Celtics need to do to hire the right people for their team. And of course, you well done, Guadalupe. No one has a business like yours and with all the strengths and challenges to succeed, you need a hiring partner that adapts to your needs. And that's Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place, just like 
I'm sure Brad Stevens would love. And honestly, Summer League is a place to do that for the Celtics, but I, I won't keep going into my analogy. <laughs> Indeed makes it easy to start hiring and it only takes 10 minutes or less for most small businesses to post a job according to the Indeed data here in the United States. So Indeed does the work for you. When you pay to post a job, they have an instant match feature, which basically shows you the best candidates immediately so you can start interviewing and hopefully fill the role with the right person. So if you want to start hiring right now, we have a $75 sponsored ad credit, job credit that you can use. All you have to do is go to indeed.com slash A-list and you can claim your $75 credit at indeed.com slash A-list. Just a reminder, need to hire, you need Indeed. <laughs> well so, done, Plenty. The Celtics, let's talk. I want to talk a little bit more, actually. I'm jumping back and forth because there is a lot. People say it's just the summer, summer league is just free agency, but there's a lot going on. And one person that has stood out, we talked about Matt Ryan, and we talked about him from a basketball standpoint. He's made that three-point shot. And just to clarify a little bit earlier, he did say that that ankle was okay. He just kind of pulled it a little bit awkwardly, but injury-wise, he should be good to go for their third game here in Las Vegas. But Sharon, you were actually the one that asked him a really important question, which has since gone viral on the internet. For those that haven't seen it just yet, here's a clip. How gratifying is it to have these type of all that hard work really is paying off, literally. Um, I mean, it's pretty emotional. It's been crazy 11 months. I was home for a year and a half. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I don't know if you guys heard my story, but man, I was driving DoorDash a year ago. To be here, to be a part of uh, the Boston Celtics, it's special. It's special. So, Sherrod, Gray was making fun of you for being Oprah yesterday, but it was a really good question, and it was an opportunity for us to watch him reflect. How do you think his, one, the response that he had to that question, but his motivation could eventually land him. Maybe not, even if it's not a Celtics roster specifically, maybe another NBA team. Oh, I think the big thing for Matt Ryan is everyone knows that he can shoot the ball. That That's not even something that teams uh, that I've spoken to about him have, have indicated is a concern of theirs. They're more concerned about the little things like what can he, can he hold his own defensively? Can he not be a defensive turnstile for us? Uh, but what he did, yesterday or what he did the other day when he talked about his uh just his journey and, and got emotional about it uh that speaks to his character 
And when you are looking at guys who are on the fringe of being on your roster, you're not just going to go with the most talented guys. You're going to go with the most talented guys who fit your culture. And Matt Ryan, you know, he's a guy that there's a lot of teams that are interested in him. Uh, even before we came to summer league, it's just a matter of, is there a spot where you can accentuate the things he does well in a way that creates winning basketball? Um, I do anticipate Matt Ryan will be signed by someone before the start of training camp, maybe even before summer league is over. Uh, if you're the Celtics, whether you want to admit it or not, you got to have some Max Strews vibes when you watch what he's doing. Max Strews, for those who don't remember, was a guy that the Celtics assigned to a two-way contract, waived him. Uh, he bounced around with a couple of different teams, found himself in South Beach, which is of all the places you could possibly land in your career. There's not a whole lot better than South Beach with the Miami. Well, it's South Beach, Miami Heat, another story. But bottom line is, Matt Strews has become an absolute thorn in the Celtics side since he got away from the franchise and they had every opportunity to keep him. Your fear is that Matt Ryan will be, frankly, as good as Max Strews. He could be potentially even better. Um, and for your Celtics, you, you have to wonder whether they're having a little buyer's remorse over giving Sam Hauser, uh, you know, some guaranteed money versus keeping that competitive battle open between him and Matt Ryan, which yeah. I think if that were the case, if we we're basing upon what we've seen in summer league, Matt Ryan, I think would be the pretty obvious choice at this point, but Matt Ryan is going to be in the NBA. I, I have no doubts about that. It's just a matter of whether it's going to be in Boston or with another NBA team. Well, I think that they've signed Davidson to a two-way contract with an opportunity to make the roster. There's one two more two-way open. Now you can, you know, what do you do with like a, a Broderick Thomas? That's the guy I think that probably doesn't have I mean, he's a nice player, but do you I if I'm the Celtics, shooting is such a premium that you want, like, if they develop Hauser and Ryan, I think that's fine. Sign uh, Ryan to another two-way contract now. Who knows? Another team might come with a standard contract and be like, here's a one-year guaranteed deal, and he's gone. So the Celtics have to decide how to fill out the rest of their regular roster. Do you open up another two-way and put Davidson on the roster, but send him to Maine? Um, you can do that. Uh, you know, you have another two-way slot. What do you do with Broderick Thomas? Uh, the kid from Florida State, uh, Mifondu, Abusele, you know, not, you know, that's, that's Gershon. Uh, Just, the, yeah, my fault. Uh, it's been but, a long, hot summer league yeah. in Las Vegas. What do you do with him? Do you sign him to a two-way or do you give him a training camp? Like, the Celtics and Brad's all thinking about this, all like they're on this. Like, what are we going to do to fill out our roster and maximize the potential of our roster? And you're right. Like shooting such a premium that you don't want to, they let Struess go and to kind of keep taco. Remember, remember they chose uh, uh, Javante Green over him who had a great, great summer league. Like it was not, that was not a bad move, but it was like they signed Taco to that second two-way, and then Strews kind of bounced around with the Chicago and you said Sherrod and finally landed in Miami. So I don't think they want to make the mistake again. So I would keep both Hauser. Now you've got him on a standard deal, and Ryan, and um put like uh put let Broderick Thomas go 
and figure out what to do with Davidson in terms of his standard NBA deal or whether it's two-way. Um, and then you sign a third, you know, big man. So uh, they got some decisions to make. And obviously teams are looking at Ryan, as Sherrod said. So uh, I think he's been good. I think he's a guy who once he gets more comfortable playing, because he didn't get a lot of reps last year, but I think he can be a real asset. Before we move on, I want to also shout out our second partner, betonline.ag. There are partners that continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs. And you can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including MLB, which is obviously the main sport going on right now. But they already have odds for next season, the NBA season that's upcoming. Then go to their website. You can see also they have like wagering information, live betting, playoffs, esports, so much more than just sports specific like sports betting so you can head to the website or use your mobile device and use the 50 percent welcome bonus that's clns 50 you should have heard it thousands of times by now so you can head over to betonline.ag use that code clns 50 and start getting in on all the action bet online or where the games start sherrod gary this Summer League is also the bigger showcase for top draft picks. Banchero actually was recently pulled from Summer League because they've, I think they said, Orlando at least has said they've seen what they need to see. We have Shet Holgrim, who is just taken over Summer League by stories, bringing the crowds every arena or floor that they're playing on. So who has been the person to you guys, whether it's the two of them or someone else that stood out the most during this Summer League so far? You got it, Gary? No, go ahead. All right. Uh, there's a lot of guys that really, really play well. Uh, but I think a lot of uh, hype is around Chet, and, and understandably so. Uh, it's not even so much what he's doing in terms of stats. It's uh, his ability to kind of know when to flip a switch and try to take over a game and when to just kind of play it out and just kind of let the game evolve organically. He's done, like, I think, a good job of recognizing those moments. Um, but I will, I will say this, though. I mean, this is Summer League, and, and Summer League, as we all know, is a very false indicator for one's greatness. Uh, but I will say that Chet has done the most part, uh, or I should say has for, has, for the most part, done a good job. But I do believe that once we get into a more regimented, regular season flow of things, I still think Jabari Smith may wind up being the best of those three early on. Uh, just because Jabari, his game is more built on a structured system that's that involves ball movement and cuts and screens. Where summer league is basically like it's like glorified pickup. Yeah, there's no I mean, defense. Even, and they really, <laughs> in, in theory, they probably don't even need damn refs. You know, they could call their own calls. I mean, the way it's it, just summer it, league for the refs. We don't have time to talk about that right now. But they're yeah. all trying to figure it out too. Yeah, people. No, do they don't they need their own refs, Sherrod. They don't. They should. Some of these games, I mean, was prison ball. We watched that New Orleans Atlanta game. Prison ball. And it was it was like San Quentin against the freaking uh Rikers Island. Yeah, yeah. It was like a East Coast, West Coast, so, you know, prison game. I was like, I mean, dude, bodies was flying, dudes was landing on the floor, elbows, all that. So no. It's beautiful. And the gems are so small, you hear everything. Someone you, you falls. You hear these guys hit the floor, how hard they hit the floor. Yeah. Especially okay. in the Cox Pavilion. Um, I thought, you know, Banchero did. Keegan Murray and Jaden uh, Ivy were two guys that I was impressed with. Yeah. Ivy, I did not know he was that athletic. Um, I didn't watch Purdue a whole lot last year. I watched him at tournament loss to St. Peter's. He's played well in that game, but I didn't. Don't know he was that quite of an athlete. 
and Keegan Murray's is silk, silky smooth. That's they're going to be compared because obviously the Kings could have taken Ivy. Ivy wouldn't work out for the Kings, so obviously you didn't want to go there. They could have taken him anyway, but those two are going to be compared for years because you know the, the Kings had their choice and they took Murray. Murray mm-hmm. seems like a silky, very silky smooth player. I like him. Ivy, an athlete. Detroit's really putting together uh, Some good young quite, core. Quite a team up there. Besides, you know, signing the Bayheim brothers, uh, Troy Weaver's done an amazing job. Because I don't know, you know, why you would sign both Bayheims. Um, other than did, the name. Other than the name, uh, and you know, Troy's a Syracuse guy. <laughs> Troy Syracuse guy. But I'm joking with Sherrod. But um, <laughs> Detroit's got something going on, cooking. So mm-hmm. does Houston. Um, you know, the only team, honestly, guys, that is like completely like worth kind of tanking is San Antonio. Everybody else, even Oklahoma City, you know, with Giddy and Holmgren and SGA, all these teams are going to be nothing to mess with. They're going to be some hard games for all the teams, especially the Celtics. And some of these road games, you think, oh, we'll beat these guys at Detroit, at Houston, at like there'll be some tough games when the guys, young guys get unleashed. But that's the fun part about summer league. You're seeing the young guys, seeing some of these guys try to recapture things, you know, guys try to make comebacks. Um, you know, like I, I talked to uh a kid from Boston University who played five years. He's with the Lakers, Javante McCoy. And I, I mean, we didn't even notice him in Boston. Unfortunately, Boston is such a, a market that doesn't really pay Boston. attention to college sports. And this guy played like 130 games for Boston university. And he was playing, you know, considerable minutes for the Lakers the other night. And he's trying to, you know, he's, he's got a training camp contract, you know, for the Lakers. I mean, what, that's a great story. And he said his favorite athlete, uh, NBA player was LeBron. Well, who was sitting courtside for his first summer league game? LeBron. He's like he couldn't believe it. You know, that's some of the special things about summer league is is you know we look at oh this is overrated. You know, you know like yeah, there's been a lot of media attention to the summer league and more. Now every game member in our old days, Shirai, like you know NBA TV might show one or two games, three games a week. Now every game is on television. Um, or ESPN or NBA TV or like somewhere. Yeah, you can yeah, watch. It's somewhere. like you can catch every game now where before it was literally like the, the premier two big teams or whatever in, in, in the back in the day, right? So uh, but it's I, I enjoy it because it's a big convention. And I said you get to see a lot of guys that you may have forgotten about. Oh my god, he's still around, things yeah. and, and I think it's fun. And I think that this is the opportunity for guys like a Matt Ryan for guys like a Hauser, for guys to make these impressions on other teams and, and, and pursue and, and get, you know, accomplish their dream of making the NBA because this isn't easy. I mean, I think it's hard because we, you know, we're, we live in such a dismissive society. Oh, you're trash. Oh, you suck. You know, oh, you're, you, you can't play. And it's like these dudes is all chasing that dream stuff that we couldn't do. We're not athletic and we're not good enough to be in an NBA. Like, you got to give those guys some admiration. You know, even the young guys who are trying, J.D. Davidson, 19 years old out here. You put me in, I don't know about you, Sherrod, you put me out here at 19 years old, I don't know, <laughs> in this atmosphere, in 19? <laughs> I don't know. I'd have, had to, I'd have had to have a chaperone. I mean, <laughs> I, mean uh, I don't know about you. 
don't know about you or Kwani, you were 19 years old and these bright lights and you ain't never been outside of Alabama. I mean, I, I applaud a lot of these guys. I'm acting a fool. I know that. I know it. Yeah, no doubt about that. I, I think we're all on the same page. But looking ahead, the Celtics do have two two more scheduled as of now. Obviously, if they continue to do well, they'll advance. They're going to play the Warriors on Tuesday night. And then on Thursday, they'll be playing the Grizzlies. So stick around with us. By the time we record our next pod, we would have probably figured out who was going to be the Summer League 2022 champ. And as I mentioned earlier, this year, they're actually giving out rings for this one. So there's a lot on the line <laughs> for this Summer League team. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. it's a everybody every it's a little different this year. They cut down on the games. It used to be a big tournament mm-hmm. after the third game, but now teams are playing four games and they're just picking two of the best teams to, to play in the championship. Which I want to see that. I want to see like how they do these tiebreakers to where because there's going to be some what of thirty teams are going to be seven, six or seven. They're going to go undefeated, right? So. What's the difference between the top two teams and the six team that went undefeated? Point differential, you know, that's going to be weird and wacky. So, uh, but yeah, the Celtics play, we'll play one more game since I, I doubt they'll go to the championship since they've already lost a game, but they'll play one more game on Saturday or Sunday and finish it out. And, and I said, I think we've seen a lot of good things uh, so far. And, uh, you know, props, props to all the guys out there. One more thank to thank you to our sponsors at betonline.ag and of course indeed.com. You can use those promo codes for indeed. It's a list indeed.com slash a list. And for a betonline.ag, it's the CLNS50 promo code. For HRI Blakely and Gary Washburn, I'm Kwani A. Lunas. This is the A-List Podcast. We'll be back next week. Peace.